You're listening to Chats by Rotaract Australia, where we bring Rotaractors together to inspire, educate and collaborate. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Chats by Rotaract Australia podcast. My name is Laura, I am your host, and today we are talking about all things international. My guest tonight is a very special District Rotaract representative from Queensland. Caitlin O'Connor is the current District Rotaract representative for District 9640, and we share a very special bond because we have been up all hours of the day and night for the last few weeks, taking part in the International Assembly. So welcome to the podcast, Caitlin. Thank you. Before we crack into all things international, why don't our listeners learn a little bit about you? So how did you get involved in Rotaract? That's a really long story. So I first... I started my rotary journey when I was 14 at high school. Um, One of my friends that was two grades above me met a Rotarian at a job that she was working at over the summer break. Um, And they decided to charter an interact club. And simply because I was her friend, I joined that particular club and kind of just got brought up into rotary through that. Absolutely fell in love with it by the time I got to year 12, graduated. I didn't really know where to go from there. Um, but we'd met a few Rotaractors at a couple of like combined socials during my graduate year. So I think the obvious choice for me was just to join Rotaract. And it gave me 30 new friends, a whole new boost of confidence. And I've kind of just been stuck there ever since. It's been about six or seven years now. So long journey. Wowee. To get to the current role that you have as the District Rotaract representative, what are some of the roles you've held at a club level and what club are you a member of currently? So I'm a member of the Rotaract Club of Bellyheads, um, have been since I first joined back in 2015. About three months after I was eligible to become a member turning 18, I was chucked onto the board as Community Service Director, um, which was a really eye-opening experience and something I was not at all prepared for. I then, I guess, got quite empowered and excited about that, but really had my roots back in secretary from when I was in high school at Interact. So the following year, I ran for secretary of our club and I completed that role for two years. Um, I then decided it was my time to shine and kind of move up and challenge myself a little bit further. So I stepped into presidency after that. And then I also did two years of presidency. So I was re-elected after my first year. Very, very challenging year. I grew a lot as a leader during that and faced a whole bunch of, I guess, conflicts and situations that I'd never imagined myself having to face. But I'm really grateful for the opportunity to, I guess, get to grow in that position. Um, And from there, our district governor and our immediate past DRR um, decided that I was probably ready to take on a district representative role. And so here I am. It's been such a challenging year for everyone. What are some of the highlights and lowlights of your District Rotaract representative career separate to International Assembly? It has been really challenging uh, this year. We've had quite a few difficult situations that I'm currently dealing with that have been um, for a little while now. But I think just getting to see how Rotaract operates not so much on a district scale because I was always quite involved in that, pushed our district governor to give, I guess, Rotaract a bit more of a say and a bit more of a chance, but more on that that Rotaract Australia kind of style and seeing what all of the people do behind the scenes. 
as a DRR, it's, you're probably not most recognised within the district for the work that you do because it can be quite challenging and usually you're, you're pulling the long haul on your own or with one or two other helpers. So I think just getting that better appreciation for the people that have come before me has been a real highlight for me this past year. And I'm particularly looking forward to now, especially after the assembly, running a really, really cool and intense training day for our district later on in the year. Awesome. Well, look, I can't dodge the elephant in the room anymore. International Assembly, amazing. I think for me, I was really excited to go to the US. Obviously, COVID, uh, that was never going to happen. But for our listeners, are you able to explain what International Assembly is and why we as Rotaractors were able to go? So I think at a very base rate, I was initially told that the International Assembly was the perfect training weekend for district governors who are about to step into their district position have that, I guess, sole responsibility and and a lot of effort put behind them for the next 12 months. When I actually got to the International Assembly, I learned that it was so much more than that. It's a really fantastic networking opportunity and just a good time to connect with other people internationally and really solidify what Rotary's core values are and, and what you want to accomplish in the following year and share ideas and be inspired. So like you said, it was supposed to be held, I think, in Orlando, um, which was going to be super exciting to go to like Disneyland and like have all those fun times. But it was just as good sitting from my bedroom in the comfort of my own home with my nice little comfortable surroundings. The Rotary International team decided like a few years back now that they would select around 50 Rotaractors um, or current district road act representatives or incoming district road act representatives for the following year to attend the International Assembly. I guess to also help try and bridge that gap between Rotaract and Rotary, but also allow us on a bit of a, a bigger playing field to learn from all different kinds of leaders internationally about Rotary and Rotaract and how we can better work together and really conceptualize that our ideas and our our goals are really common and in the same direction. Absolutely. There were a lot of sessions over the the two weeks. And so for the format, I guess it was nighttime, our time, it was the lecture style learning stuff. And then during the day we were having workshops. Now, my favorite session was probably the leadership session. And my breakout group were talking about what kinds of leaders do you hope to be or aspire to be like? And I had some really interesting conversations with people that were many, many years older than me and being able to reflect on their experiences was really great. What was one of your favourite sessions? I think for me, my favourite session actually came out from the membership session. And it was, I guess it began a lot comparing Rotaract and Rotary and it really united everyone by the end of the session when we started talking about diversity and we had some really fruitful conversations about I guess, how Rotary is handling diversity and how it's a common goal for everyone to accomplish and we all want to do it, but how none of us are really doing it in a way that shows the people that we're trying to engage that we do support them and that we we want to work with them and that they are fantastic people. So we had some really good conversations around that and it was really interesting and eye-opening seeing how different corners and different cultures of the world um, kind of approach that subject differently. There were a number of people who just wanted to message each other individually and have our own little kind of private conversation because it was such a scary topic to broach on such a broad spectrum. By the end, I guess, of the session, I had a few of the same district governors and 
and DRRs in some of my following sessions. And it always was just a reoccurring theme for the people that were in that topic to kind of continue to explore. And for me, it just felt like such a conversation starter that could go anywhere. Definitely, definitely. And so what was something that was really surprising to you during the breakout sessions? Because there were people from all different countries coming together. What was something really surprising? I think, I guess it wasn't surprising, but it was surprising in the fact of how uniform Rotary really is and how it it really is an international organisation. You don't appreciate that value until you kind of see it right in front of you and you have all of these little squares on your computer screen and one says the Philippines and one says the USA and another one saying New Zealand and you're like we're literally everywhere and how I guess united everyone is just in that passion to make the world a better place and and to really make a difference and improve the lives of not only ourselves and our members but our our bigger communities again, irrespective of our own cultures and our differences, um, which is still noticeable when you're on Zoom as well. Absolutely. One thing that really struck me was the districts in Australia that I've been a part of have been very pro-Rotor Act, but listening to some of the district governors talk, the responses around Rotor Act were banded from, we don't have any clubs and we don't want any clubs, to you sound like a really cool person, just join Rotary, why are you doing this Rotor Act thing? How did you overcome the the Rotary Rotaract challenges, I guess, during the sessions? I think it was something I went into the sessions knowing would come up as a Rotaractor. It's something that, you know, even in a district that's super supportive of Rotaract, you always get the odd Rotarian at each event being like, I don't understand. Why not just be a Rotarian? So I think for me, it was just really holding my own values in and taking it as a time and the opportunity to try and explain as best as I could and share my passion for why Rotary Act is so important as a leading stone into Rotary and, and to help us build and establish ourselves as leaders before we get to that step in a way that was showing them that because I think a lot of Rotarians in different countries and when I did come across that, it was, it was more of a lack of understanding and opportunity to understand opposed to, I guess, just being really aggressive and like single-focused Rotaract is not Rotary, Rotary is the way to go kind of thing. Yeah, I can appreciate that. So what was your one take-home message from International Assembly? Oh, that's so hard. I have so many. Probably just to stay true to yourself and follow, I guess, your passion and really lead, lead the way that you think you need to lead and not the way that people are trying to make you lead. I think a lot of the time in leadership roles and in Rotaract and Rotary, you can get caught up in the politics or, you know, running really cool events and, and which one's going to be better. And we've always got to better ourselves and do greater things. But I think having that opportunity to listen to what everyone else is doing and everyone else's focus really just refreshed me and reminded me the leader that you want to be and the leader that you know that you are is really the way that you should take it. And it's try as much as you can to come back to that grassroots level. I love that. What is your one piece of advice to Rotaractors ahead of the new Rotary year? I think it comes back into the take-home message. Just stay true to yourself. You know, at the beginning of every Rotary year, you do big sessions where you write your goals for the year and, and you kind of sit and you think about your own values as a person and as a leader. And hopefully clubs are also sitting and doing the same thing on a club and a district level. And I think always coming back to that um, and just reminding yourself of what your purpose was and that 
your intentions are good and how far you can go with that and taking the opportunities to empower exactly who you are really keeps you motivated and keeps you on passion and on cause and will hopefully mean that you have a fantastic year. I think that is some inspirational words right there that hopefully people will take into their planning for 2021, 2022. And what's next for you? What are you doing next Rotary year? I'm not actually sure yet. We're still kind of sorting that out up here in our district in Queensland. Been a bit of a slow process for us, but I am looking forward to, I guess, moving out of some of those leadership spaces and empowering some of our our new road directors to come through and push themselves into those roles and watching how far they can take it and what they can do. And I guess for me as well, just going back to that grassroots and getting to know myself and my purpose and the district again and continuously falling in love with Rotaract and, and doing the work that, you know, we all want to do. I love that so, so much. Thank you so much for chatting to the Chats by Rotaract Australia podcast. Hopefully you've inspired the next year of leaders. Thank you for sharing your knowledge. And it was a tough slog there getting up very, very early. But for me personally, and I, I, I think I can speak for you, it was well worth the early mornings knowing that we were being part of something so much bigger than ourselves and even our district. So thank you. Thank you. And tune in to the next episode of the Chats by Rotaract Australia podcast. See you next time. Don't forget to subscribe to Chats by Rotaract Australia on your favourite podcasting channel and like, share and comment on the RA socials.